welcome Izzy. Um, and uh, so I, I have some questions here. Mm-hmm. So how do you use Snapchat within like romantic relationship building? Yeah, so I think that's interesting because I think when I was in high school or just in school in general, it was like much more useful tool because it was like you saw that person every single day anyways or you would see them around school. Um, I don't go to school now, so this might just be my personal experience as someone who doesn't like have like a community of like strangers that I'm constantly interacting with. Mm-hmm. But I think when we were like when I was younger, at least like using Snapchat to like, oh, like this guy in my class, like he asked me for my Snapchat or like we've been snapping a lot. We've been talking a lot on Snap versus now it's like you're on like a dating app or something like that. And then like you ask someone for their Snap, but this person's like a complete stranger to you still. It's not like you have any like frame of references to like who they are at all and so I think that like at its core like Snapchat is like the laziest form of communication between people Mm -hmm. personally like I'll even admit that it's kind of like oh I can keep in contact with this person without literally saying a single thing to them Mm -hmm. which like yeah like I can get lazy and like I want to keep connections with people to a certain extent but not actually want to have to like converse with them about something like every single day or like once a week or even a month you know so um I think that right now with, like, the use of Snapchat in, like, terms of, like, dating and romantic interests and stuff, it's just, like, I start giving people my number instead of Snapchat because it's just, like, it's so lazy and Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like, I don't know, it's just, like, face, face, weird thing to say, weird thing to say. Like, especially because, like, I mean, like, even, like, the guys who just, like, get your snap and then they're like come over dick pic like (laughs) seriously that's the thing yeah no of course like i mean and that's not every dude like recently i've gotten that like less and less Mm -hmm. i think that's something that happened a lot more when i was like 17 18 like beginning of being 19 i'm almost 20 now right um but i think it's it's lazy it's pretty lazy. Yeah, I think that what I've heard a lot of people say, just because I have conversations like this all the time and on the podcast, it's like Snapchat just feels super superficial. Mm-hmm. Like it's not really the best mode of communication to actually like no, talk yeah. someone or get to know them. And and yet, like, well, I, actually, one of the things I have observed about Snapchat that is probably one of the good uses of it is, like you said, you can kind of lazily stay connected with tons of people mm-hmm. like very easily. Mm-hmm. And so I think like if you go to a city or something and you meet a bunch of people and you get a bunch of people snapchats right. then you have all these connections yeah. and then you can kind of hold them all in one place really effectively yeah. and then like you know you you kind of can keep that rapport for a longer yeah. time like kind of like that i met at the ranch that are like international students mm-hmm. and stuff like i'm not gonna be i there wasn't even enough time for me to foster like a close enough bond with them for me right. to be texting them and saying mm-hmm. like hey how's life all this i mean i can like i'll up we'll update each other every so often on snapchat or mm-hmm. just like picture of face picture of face but like you know all these international people that i'm not gonna see like in my day-to-day life that i'm not even gonna see within like months of today you know Mm -hmm. um but like being able to keep them in like some sort of like circle um right for me personally so i think it is useful to that extent because i don't have to like try so hard but i also still have these contacts Mm -hmm. and this like group like group of people right i i know still yeah, and I think I think that well that, that like you know it's always good to m- mention the positives, especially because I get a lot. I feel like people assume like, oh, that's Sean, the guy who hates social media. Right. Yeah. But it's like it, it is more about just having the conversation about social media. Right. Like, what is this? And I think that one of the things with Snapchat is we use it so much for everything mm-hmm. that it's it's actually 
the tool that it is good for mm -hmm. is kind of like bleeding over into other aspects of building relationships, connecting with friends, connecting with romantic partners. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it turns into kind of like trying to use a hammer on a screw, you know? Yeah. And it, it's like just the wrong tool for the wrong scenario. Yeah. And I think that because it's such a, it's just like, you know, it's a very surface level connection. It is. And when you, when you have an entire generation that, and I experienced this a lot when I deleted Snapchat, it's like, all of a sudden I'm not in everybody's group chat. All of a sudden I'm missing yeah. plans because everybody's like making plans on Snapchat. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like I can't talk to girls because girl, every, all girls want to get your, get your Snapchat and, and talk about Snapchat. Yeah. Well, part of it, I think too, is at first it like seemed like incredibly useful, at least in my opinion, like when I first got Snapchat, I wasn't allowed to have like any kind of social media until mm -hmm. I was like way older. Like, did I sneak it around? Yes. But like, truthfully, was I consistently on social media like I, I wasn't, that was, like, not until I was, like, 16 or something or mm -hmm. 17. And, like, while I, I, in retrospect, I'm, like, very grateful for that because I think that, like, I kinda, I probably would have been a different person or I would have more, like, hoops to jump through as, like, a growing individual. Wait, wait, wait. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah. Why do you think you would have more hoops to jump through as a growing individual if you had social media younger? Yeah, so I think that, like, when I was in middle school, like, when we were in middle school, there was this, like, I mean, social media was on this climb, you know? Like, there was Facebook. What was it? It was... um, the, the, Oh, MySpace? Yeah, MySpace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all these, like, growing platforms. And then, like, there was, like, Instagram. And then there was this, like, kind of boom of, like, you know, where this... M Facebook became more accessible to other individuals, like, beyond, like, the college students that it was designed for. But then Instagram was kind of, like, even this, like, almost, to me, it seemed like this younger platform of social media and so when we were in middle school I think that like um everyone was on it and then like we were all I th it almost felt like that we were kind of like the experiment generation with like younger kids being on social media to that degree you know and so like personally I know that there was a lot of crap going down on like Instagram when I was in middle school like people were getting bullied people were getting harassed like there were all these like even something so simple as like you remember like the the ship like um, ship or dip yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 which like it's like if you get put on that like are you uncomfortable that like you were shipped with like maybe this guy that's been bothering you or maybe you just like are like why was I done that or say you're not put on it and you feel like some pressure that you're not cool enough that like you would be put on it mm -hmm. At the end of the day, like, w the way that we all look at that, it seems like a very, it's just a very surface level, you know, thing. But I think that's because we grew up with it. And right. that's, like, not a big deal to us. Um, but, like, because I didn't have social media, because of the person I was when I was in middle school, I know that, like, I would have been, like, ten times more insecure about myself. Because I never grew up being, like, cool or popular. So, like, my presence on social media would not have been, like... It just, w I would not have been, like, involved in the other, like, popular kid things happening on social media. So I think right. that, like, my self-worth would have been much more based off of, like, current trends and current social media, like, politics and, like, interactions and whatnot. Like, yeah, I think it's, I think what you're saying is it, it seems really dangerous to have something like social media be a, a social requirement for mm -hmm. middle schoolers. Because what you're saying is basically, like... You know, if you were to have had social media, you would have had to have it. You know, you mm -hmm. would like uh, obviously every every middle schooler wants to do or go where everybody else is going, right, you know, yeah. they, because everybody else is doing it. And so it's kind of like in order to receive that 
I'm cool or I'm accepted, you have to participate in social media. Right. So that's forcing all kids to communicate themselves, show themselves in this environment, which is the internet and which is social media, which is like, you know, it's this environment that is not necessarily the best for actual connection. No, of course. Like you said, it'll make your insecurities go up 10 times. Yeah. So you're, you're required from the get-go mm -hmm. to involve yourself in something that is going to disconnect yourself from your self-worth honestly mm -hmm. by comparing yourself so much mm -hmm. it's going to like up your insecurity like crazy at the most insecure time of your life mm -hmm. and it's going to like you know make you unsure of your your place yeah. socially yeah i also think that it, it like inhibits communication like immensely like i think that like m the ages of like 10 to 14 are like critical ages to like figure out how you communicate with people like you know we're going through puberty we're like thinking like we're having all these different feelings about all these different people we're trying to find ourselves we're trying to put ourselves in a place where we feel we belong you know mm -hmm. more than we ever had before and like with growing up like through those critical ages with like social media instead of like learning to talk to each other i mean we were still talking to each other clearly like we were at school mm -hmm. we had friends you know right. but like it used to be like you'd call your friends to come over and like and th now you text them or now you Snapchat. just like Snapchat them, you know, like, um, but but it's almost like it, it and it makes things more avoidable. I think too, like if you called someone like and they didn't pick up, you knew that either they just weren't home or maybe they were ignoring your call, you know. But if it's like, but Snapchat, normally you wouldn't assume that. Normally you wouldn't. You'd just be like, yeah. oh, I guess they're not, they're at the not phone. home. Yeah. But if it's like a text or like a Snapchat or like even like an Instagram DM, I mean, like we can, if you don't turn it off, like you can see when people have recently been on those apps, like you know when they have read your text message if you don't turn right. like the receipts off. Like, and like uh, that puts you in a position. Uh, like, like it's like a lot more stress, I think, yeah. on like the anxiety. younger individuals. Like anxiety of like, oh my God, like are they still want, do they want to hang out with me? Are they ignoring me? Like is this person yeah. even my real friend? But not even just that, I think that when it comes, once again, to like communicating with people in general and learning how to communicate with them, um, I think that's also what's affected, I think, our generation in terms of dating. Um, because we learned to communicate through social media versus communicating with each other more. Um, and so I think that that has also immensely like inhibited like our ability to communicate in a way that like previous generations have learned to right um well that kind of leads into one of my questions here which is have you ever met a guy mm -hmm. or a romantic interest where you connected and then without you know introducing each other on snapchat and kind of learning each other on learning about each other on snapchat have mm -hmm. you ever like met a guy had some kind of you know, connection and then gone on a first date to get to know each other? Has that ever been an experience you've had? I I don't think to where it directly resulted in a first date, no. I've had, like, those other... Ex like, I mean, well, when I was in high school, yes. When what I was, was your experience school. with that? Um, It would be, like, you're in class and, like, you see each other and you think you get, like, you like to talk, like, oh, you're goofing around in class. Like, now you're, like, just, you know, like, you have your own little world together and mm -hmm. then it's like, oh, like, do you want to hang out, like, outside of the class, you know? Right. Um, Was it at school? Was it a date to the movies? Was it... Yeah, well, it was It was just either, like, hanging... I think it was... Yeah, I did go to the movies. I did go to the movies. Um, and what grade was that? This, oh, I think, okay, so the first story, the first time this happened, I was graduating sophomore year. So okay. it was the summer after my sophomore year. So you're like 16? Yeah. So that would be... Actually, I was 15. Wow. Yeah, no, I was 15. So that would be like 2018? 
Yeah. 2018. 2018, 2019. And I'm also on the younger side of everyone. So, right. like, I think that that also was something that, for me personally, I just was, like, always kind of a little bit baby. Mm-hmm. And, like, um, that kind of affected, like, me in terms of, like, growing up, like, dating and stuff like that. So, um, 2018 was the last time you went on a first date? And I'm not saying that you don't talk just to guys. I know you do. No. I'm just, I'm just curious. Like w- that being the way you got to know a romantic from that individual. Direct, like I met you in person. We talked. We hung out like in a school setting, right. and then we went on a date. Yes, like 2018, 2019. So, in your experiences dating, like going on a going on a date to get to know someone better, to hang out with someone that you think you're interested in. When was the last time you did that? Just in general, mm-hmm. like. Um, before I left, so that was like maybe like m- the summer of last year. Like okay, I was going out on like dates with guys. Like I had like a little like phase where I'd like mm-hmm. I would actually actively like on like dating apps and stuff. I'd be like, okay, right. like let's like go hang out, like let's have right. a date or whatever. Um, I will say though that that got like really tedious mm-hmm. and like I got really tired of it fast. Would you say that like it was odd? For you to, well, how were you going about getting these dates? Was it Tinder? Uh, no, I started using Hinge because I just thought that Tinder was too clearly, like, for hookups. Like, yeah. just too obviously. Like, I mean, maybe you'd find, like, the one dude who mm-hmm. was like, let me, like, but then, I don't know. Like, it just never worked out that way. Right. So, um, I, yeah, it would be, like, Hinge. And then um, I'd go out on, like, a date or something. I, like, think there's only one guy that I ended up going out on, like, two dates with versus Mm -hmm. just like one you know i hung out with him two times instead of one and then after that i just kind of it didn't work out for me so the only so did you go on any other dates that weren't through this dating app no i have not met like someone organically that led to a first date i've had like other organic like experiences with meeting people but it's never been like in a dating capacity like Mm -hmm. it's been in like a hangout or like a what are this like? What is the situation? Mm-hmm. We don't know situationship. I right, don't like right, that right. word, but like situationship. Right, right, and that's that's what most things are, especially I guess what I've heard when I talk to other people that are in college. Like situationships are literally everything. Like yeah, it, and there's which f- I think is ridiculous because like it's crazy. It, I think that like dating is supposed to like not that there has to be like all these like rules or whatever. Like there are no rules mm-hmm. to how you interact with someone romantically, but I think that like there are like outlines and guidelines to it like it's not just like oh well i got like this person and like we have a thing like no like if you're interested in this person take this person out on a date like right get to know each other Mm -hmm. like call each other right and if in like a few weeks you realize after like a few dates that it's just like not working for you then it's not working for you you know but then i feel like the situationship thing like just it's it just drags out like what could have just been figured out like in a very short amount of time into this like thing and it becomes like a huge part of like our lives or mm-hmm. it's like i have this person and it's a situation ship and like i don't know and what's then going you have on. all this anxiety around it. you don't know what's yeah. going on you have all these questions yeah. like whatever and it actually i think it allows for the guy to kind of just be have only asked. there for the physical to <laughs> yeah. hook up and then not have to actually yeah. you know give you any sort of like emotional yeah. feedback or anything like that it yeah. kind of allows a dude to just kind of like pull up and then like you know you guys hook up and it's like whatever like kind of supports hookup culture a lot yeah so i kind of i wanted to highlight one thing i have some more questions about like hookup culture but i wanted to highlight the fact that 
dating in your experience Mm -hmm. and you you are someone who is you know actively i'm going to try to go on dates you said you had a fate you're like i'm gonna go do dates and your experience was only supported by a dating app like that was really the only way for you to sustainably and reliably go on a date with someone yeah and i think that that is unfortunate and i think that most people would say that's not what they want their experience to be and i I think you said right you said you're like i want to meet someone i want them to say like hey let's talk call me on the phone Mm -hmm. let's talk let's connect let's settle what we are like or not not even what we are but like let's talk let's go on a date let's feel it exactly let's let's talk to each other let's see how we come if we're compatible or not let's not like you know fart around on some dating app and then go on some weird date that has all this preconceived notions about of each other because we've looked at each other's profiles and we have these like judgments and like snap snap beliefs about someone and it's i think that it is one of the results of the social climate that we live in and not social climate as in political i I mean like social environment Mm -hmm. like the way that we socialize with other people that are our age Mm -hmm. and i think that it's so heavily it's become so heavily mediated by the internet Mm -hmm. that we are like you know i would say that as far as social social connections and social relationships go i actually i saw the statistic oh i forgot the number but it's something like over 60 percent of gen z uses like social media to build relationships yeah communicate with their relationships and all that stuff and it's like we've passed the point where it's more than half of everyone in our in our um generation that we're walking around trying to talk to are are using apps to do that and you know we, we just talked about how these apps are not good for connecting. No. They are surface level. And they they actually create like a do- lot of social anxiety. They create so much social anxiety. They are yes, exactly. They 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 create all this anxiety. And yet, so Snapchat tends to be more superficial. But like, how do you feel about the fact that we we use dating apps, Snapchat, social media, and it's not even that like you don't want to use those things. You wish someone would call you, you wish someone would go on a date with mm-hmm. you, but and yet your only option because of the environment that we live in is to use these apps and these apps that our whole generation used to communicate are ruled by like disingenuine superficial forms of connection. I think it allows. It's all we yeah, have. Yeah, no. And I think it allows people like to talk to talk, but not walk the walk. You know, it's like someone like and that has to do, I think, with us personally as human beings as well. It's like we do have like a more confident face over like text and social media like oh mm. like all this like, it's easier it's so much easier and then when you get to this, see this person in real life they're this like kind of like you know like they're anxious they're nervous they don't you know which is because normal. we all are right we all are anxious we all are nervous like to go on a first date like everyone's like everyone should be at least a little nervous <laughs> yeah. like i mean i would be and i'd like i am an extrovert you know mm-hmm. like i'm not someone who's innately nervous to be around people but it's like right. i go on a date and i'm like Oh, like, ooh, what's this going to be like? I'm a little right. nervous. Um, but I think that social media has just, I don't know, it's just put a huge damper on, like, our ability to really connect. Really connect. Yeah. yeah. And I think that social media is this this mediator that is now constantly used everywhere. And it's this dampener on our ability to connect. And I think that... One of the one of the main issues that is not talked about and not realized that Reconnect is trying to highlight is the fact that it's not about 
trying to fix Snapchat communication, and it's not even yeah. about getting rid of Snapchat. Like obviously, you can't. You cannot. You can't tell people to put. You can't tell people to throw away their phone. Right. Like that's impossible. It's not even what I'm talking about. Right. I just think that as a generation, I think most people feel the way you feel, mm -hmm. and most people feel the way like feel that they want to just talk to someone, and they want mm -hmm. someone to call them, and they want this, mm -hmm. and yet we are only presented with this social environment that is created by phone addiction, phone reliance, social media reliance. And now that we've been baked into social anxiety through these yeah. apps, we are now only, we only have the option because we're terrified of real, real talking right, yeah. and we're not comfortable with in that yeah. scenario. We are now only like, we only feel comfortable talking over these apps yeah. and it's just whittling away at our ability to c actually connect with each other and it's destroying us yeah. and it's like it's it's creating real issues with our ability to to, to connect like you yeah. said it's and i think that another thing that's important too is that it's like you know people like you and i who like actually like try to do this in the way where we feel it's more genuine and natural and whatnot like mm -hmm. for me specifically when it comes to dating it's like no, I will give you my number. I will tell you to call me. Like, mm -hmm. I will, like, ask you, like, to, like, go on, on a date or whatever. Like, mm -hmm. I will give, I will put the ball in your court to, like, the fullest extent to, mm -hmm. like, take me out on a date, mm -hmm. to call me, to text me, ABC. But then, like, I think almost every time that I have, like, attempted to, like, do that, to make, like, the first move in that sense to create the dynamic that I want, mm -hmm. it just doesn't always work and it, i think yeah. that it's it's for me i think it would work better if i met someone in person but if it's over a dating app then like it that's just not right. gonna it doesn't work but the so. thing is even in person uh, i think very here and you can tell me i just get this feeling that this would be like unbelievable and unheard of like imagine you went out to a bar and you met someone and then you like asked them he's like all right yo this is dope you want to go out next Tuesday? You want to mm -hmm. go on a date? I think that whoever you ask that to would be like, whoa. Yeah, exactly. Because that seems what? like, it seems like a, such a big step. What? Yeah. yeah. But like, it's like, bro, yeah, let's hang out. What's yeah, up? Yeah. But it's like, there's this huge. But to call and calling it a date too. Yeah, like exactly. It's like, thing. what are we dating? It's like, no, yeah. bro. Uh, a date is, is just for us to connect because mm -hmm. Snapchat isn't connecting. No, it's Talking not. over, even on, on like, you know, texting isn't connecting. Like, what what is it is it wrong for me to, is it too much for me to want to connect with you like yeah. what are we doing here I, it's yeah. like bad it's like too much it's like extra to want to connect with someone now which is really dangerous because then it's like there's social judgment upon just wanting to genuinely connect with someone because of the fact that the majority of people don't practice or real it's connection like that person's crazy you yeah know? like this person but that's like, so wild oh like that's all yeah and i also so much yeah what are they trying to what are they trying to marry me they're trying to like go on a date what? with me and i also think that like life is just too short to be like dragging it out like once again with this whole situationship crap like mm -hmm. it life is just too short to be dragging it out that long you mm -hmm. know like go out on a date if you guys are compatible on that date, go out on another date, you know? Like hang out, connect. Yeah, to like think, to say that it's like, oh, like we're just hanging out, you know? Like we're just, you know, like obviously I think that, I think it's also, it's a terminology thing. I think it's a vocabulary thing. Like, you know, saying that it's a date mm -hmm. is like a extreme, like it's heavier than I think what it used to be before. Right, 100%. And I think Agreed. that now like date has been interchanged with like, oh, we're hanging out, you know? Mm -hmm. But it's like I hang out with my friends. 
Yeah. I don't like hang out with my like I'm like you can go hang out with your boyfriend, you know, mm-hmm. but I'm dating my boyfriend. Right. Like I, and I hang out with my friends. So right. I don't know. I just think that like yeah. Life's too short to be dragging it through this like incredibly like this these muddy waters mm-hmm. of like what like the supposed steps are and the rules from like graduate from meeting each other to hanging out to being in the talking stage to yeah. now we went on a date oh blah, 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 now he hasn't talked to me oh but he's talking to me again and yeah. none of that like and it's just it's so bad for our feelings of connection because like at any second this person now in this social climate or social environment that we live in is like any dude could just like ghost you Mm-hmm. And it's not even like, like, yeah, it hurts to not get called back or something, mm-hmm. but it's like, I don't know. There's something else. But I feel to, like if you're actually dating someone, if you're going out on dates with a guy consistently and then all of a sudden, like say in this like world, this reality, like previous generations yeah. where it's like, I was going steady with a guy for mm-hmm. like a few, like for a month or something like that. We went out on like five, six dates or something right. like that. After the sixth date, he doesn't call me for like a week and a half. Like, I think that in that context, I would feel more confident to, like, call him. Right. Or if I saw like, what's him, up? be like, hey, like, what's going on? But in this, like, kind of, like, really casual format of, like, seeing someone and right. dating them, it's like, oh, he ghosted me. Like, I can't say anything because right. we weren't anything to begin with. Like, what, like we didn't have anything that super, like, concrete to right. even go off of for me to be like what's going on because he right. could just be like oh i got busy like oh i got this like and not to say that you couldn't say that in the right. other instance too but it's right. more of like a i feel like i can actually say something to you right. and not feel like i'm making like a big deal or i'm being crazy you know right because there's no borders on the connection and there's no well it's really because there's no communication yeah that's what it is because the thing is like before in a previous generation if you get busy you communicate and you you see them and you're like oh I'm, you know i'm swamped this week or whatever yeah. and even if you don't it's like you get on the phone and you talk about it mm-hmm. but because we use this com- compartmentalized like weird snapchat form of communication it's like you're not fully communicating with the person when you're snapping them or mm-hmm. when you're texting them or when you're using this type of, so you don't actually know what's going on so you're never actually communicating what you need to communicate yeah. in order to build a relationship. You're actually extra, just yeah. building some weird, like you said, yeah. this flimsy, weird thing that is like not even a connection. It's not right. not defined. And at any point, since it's like basically nothing, they can just end it or drop it. And it's like, okay. Yeah. And there's no, there, but there's, that basically means that when you're building this relationship, you're actually not building anything. You're just like kind of like floating around, like looking at, you no, know, precisely. it's like, yeah. and that's what, because like that statistic, and it's probably even more than than that. It's like sixty five percent of Gen Z uses Snapchat to build and maintain and connect and communicate with mm-hmm. their relationships. They use social media for all those things. Like that is now the social environment we live in. Is these fractured, not real connections mm-hmm. like that we're that we're in. And like reconnect is speaking to that. And it, it's basically because we are all feeling this pain collectively, but we're not talking yeah. about it. We're yeah. not talking about it mm-hmm. because it's a hard conversation to kind of pin. It's hard to see exactly what we're looking or at. Or we just convince ourselves that it's like normal. Yep. Like the amount Exa- of we've, people, we've accepted it. Yeah. It's just an acceptance thing. And like, not to say that like people who accept this or just live in this reality without questioning it or challenging it or wanting more than mm-hmm. what it's giving, like not to say that they are like, shallow-minded people agreed but i think that like there's something to be said about how like a vast majority of people aren't looking deeper 
into like what this is and just right. accepting it. Like a lot of girls that I'm friends with too, or like not mm, not to say that mm, more like girls that I've seen and interacted right. with, and like where I just like hear snippets. You know, like you go out with your friends, you meet these girls, and mm-hmm. then you know you're a little drunk, and they start talking to you about their like love lives and stuff right. like that. And mm-hmm. I'll sit there and I'll listen and I'll be like. That's the shit that you're taking from this guy, like, yeah. and it's like, <sighs> yeah, the bar is just getting lower and lower for yeah, the relationships. Expectations are so low, even for friendships. Even for, yeah, even for friendships, and I think that like we're all I don't know. This could just be me, but I feel like if you're in the position where I'm at, where like you're trying to find a guy, or like organically or even like you're on dating apps like which also dating apps at this point to me are just like a game you know like mm-hmm. I, it's just a game i don't meet up with like really anybody from dating apps anymore am i still like on them yes like i use him like i check hinge like twice a week or three times a week or something like that right and i actively like give people my number give them my snapchat like talk to them you know right do i have i met up with anyone since i've been back home no like yeah the interconnectedness of our generation is is dog shit basically like we we have like and like you said it's really it's not that you know it really is that we've just we don't know any different Mm -hmm. because we formed our like you know formative social time Mm -hmm. we formed all of that with snapchat Snapchat. all along the way especially snapchat yes Um, snapchat it mediates everything yeah and i think the i think the point i was trying to make before before i started going all the game tangent i think i was saying oh yeah um like i think we're all just like i think if you're my specific this at least is how i feel like i just feel affection deprived you know like i feel like if there, if I lived in like a kind of society where like I was able to go like on like dates, whether they're successful or not, like I would have more opportunity for that like a connection with someone to grow, you know, mm-hmm. and like I would feel like you know I like I say this a lot as a joke, but like I don't think that men have feelings, which is <laughs> like which is not true, and I right. know that's not true. Right. I like that's very like not feminist of me to say that, but like. Not feminist of you to say what? The men don't have feelings. Oh, I see. Because m- the feminist is like... Yeah, well, at least the way I look at it. men to it's more focus just on their about, feelings It's just well. about getting rid of like toxic masculine standards, which is like right. men's aren't supposed yeah. to feel, you know? But like, for me, it's I like... I like that. Tox- toxic masculine standards, not yeah. toxic masculinity. Because I, yeah. I can kind of... I can see the the toxic masculine standards of yeah. that. that yeah. That's a cool way to say it. Yeah. So but like... Anyways, yes. And I have like, lo- like half... like. All y'all, all my friends are guys. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I got, like, there's, like, five girls. And we're, like, we're a strong, like, united pack. Don't get yeah, me wrong. Yeah, yeah. But, like, there's, like, 15 of you. <laughs> like, yeah. And, like, <laughs> and so, like, I know that y'all have feelings. Like, yeah. I am perfectly aware of that. But mm-hmm. when it comes to, like, men that are, like, strangers to me. Right. Men that are, like, I am, you know, courting, trying to, like, mm-hmm. date, you know. um, I just don't, I'm, like, you like me. Like, what? That doesn't seem real to me. Like, yeah. it doesn't... Because I just don't think that, like, the way that we've been set up to communicate with one another even allows... And I, I'm not... Wouldn't be surprised if men felt the same way about women, you know? Yep. Like, in it's this... It's a different form of disconnection, I think, but it's definitely there. Yeah. And, like, um, I also think that, like, it's not... I would like to say that I also don't think that it's just men that are taking advantage of this, like, weak form of communication. I do think that there are women out there who are 1,000% taking, like, advantage of this weak form of communication. Oh, you mean to just hook up with dudes with no no strings attached? or to use them and to, like, just, you know... And that's fine, you know, that's fine. But I think that, like... 
Ah. It's I, just, a, it's a shitty baseline. Yeah. It's a shitty baseline to be starting from in order to make friends, to connect with people. And the reason it's so, like, core and people feel strongly about it the same way that you do and the way that clearly I do is because human connection is, like, the most important, what, it's one of the most important human desires and needs. Mm -hmm. And when it's, when it's getting fucked with now with, like, our entire on a on such a huge scale mm -hmm. of our basically our entire generation mm. it is it is really we feel the damage and we can see the damage in the fact that like suicide rates from girls to ages like literally like nine to 14 yeah. have gone up 250 percent it's like, like crazy the, the shit like bullying that. over social media is insane and it also comparison social anxiety like yeah, and not feeling like you're socially in the pressure so everything. many and also like cute little anecdote like when i was in middle school there was a girl like there not just one girl but like a girl that i knew personally and there were others but like they're like her nudes got leaked at like 12 13 years old that's insane and that's in that's insane like, it was nudes getting leaked, or it was, like, posting them accidentally, which is, like, like to s which I don't necessarily think is, like, this girl's fault, but I think that it was, like... An She's a fucking 12-year-old Yeah, girl. and it was an attention-grabbing thing, because it's on social media, and it's, like, oh, like, to grab attention just in, like, Everyone's organic, about organic life without social media and whatnot is much easier to do. Like, you can just be, like, loud, you know, to grab someone's attention. But over social media, to get, like, attention of, like, a mass group of people, it's like, oh, I'm going to accidentally, like, post me, like, naked. That's literally, know? like, every that's middle schooler's... Like well, yeah, like, it is, <laughs> but it's also, like, every middle school's worst nightmare exactly. is to, like, have your pants fall down during yeah, lunch or something. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. that. But it's, like literally on the internet mm -hmm. where everybody can look at it everybody can share it everybody can show it to everybody everybody the next day has mm -hmm. seen you naked and then like boom, that's your insane. life is over it, like, yeah it like it, your entire life is changed now for probably the rest of your entire school career because like mm -hmm. no matter where you go no matter what high school you move to they're gonna find those nudes yeah, they're gonna I still hear about remember that. this girl and i still know this story about her like i still remember from when we were like 11 and 12 years old in yep. sixth and seventh grade that like yep. you know she did abc and and like or even other girls who yeah. like they didn't necessarily do it for the attention publicly on social media but then they were pressured by like a guy to like send nudes because i also think that like the ex i mean don't even get me started on the accessibility to like porn because mm -hmm. like at young like yeah internet and pornography and like young boys and whatnot and i mean even with girls but like young boys and like that's how they're like looking at sex and that's how they're learning what they think sex mm -hmm. should be and then like the like need for instant gratification yep. which i think has only been exacerbated by social media and tinder right. and stuff like that it's yep. like especially tinder just instant gratification i think that also has something that also ties into why i think that people are just not so likely to like actually want to like date you and take you out because to them like the end goal is like just have sex just have sex and you could do that by finding like anyone on tinder because all little boys have been over sexual uh over sexualized yeah. by porn by mm -hmm. social media by tiktok i mean dude tiktok is insane is for insane. little boys bro is that is literally porn for every single little kid and I, every single little kid is fucking yeah. on their ipad like 
scrolling and like literally just watching softcore porn over sexualizing these boys why do you think that they grow up now and then they're just like hitting up girls on snapchat just to fuck like there's no capacity to like have a conversation connect with someone because that is what i fuck that is what i'm attracted to sexually that's it yeah and for as bad as i think that our generation is with this shit i think that the next coming generation of kids is gonna gonna be be exponential worse because i i mean i like i i work at a restaurant one of the line cooks his kid comes in like because he just he needs his kid to be there like mm-hmm. mm, like little boy you know oh yeah, yeah he's like scrolling through tiktok and like i saw him like stop on like this like th- it's I, I swear to god it must have been like a 13 14 year old girl who was like doing some tiktok dance but like it was like a like li- throwing ass or some shit yeah and he's just like watching it over and over and over again i kid you not this kid is like eight like mu- i think he's younger like he's like eight like i was like nino like what are yeah. you doing like stop like yeah but like, uh, yeah, I think, um, so, I mean, most of my questions here are basically about Snapchat playing such a integral role in, in interpersonal connections mm-hmm. and like, why, why do you think text messages or a text conversation is different than a Snapchat conversation? I think it's a step towards something better than snapchat that's all i don't think it's like like a thousand times better than snapchat i think that like where people especially me at first it was like if i get someone's snapchat i can actually see who they are and i can prove that they're like the person that they're saying they are like from dating Mm -hmm. apps you know but then it's like you run into this problem where it's like even i like i ignore people (laughs) so easily you know it's Uh, like it's not dating apps and snapchat yeah, like with like with yeah. Snapchat, it's like, oh, okay, like you snapped me, <laughs> like I'm I don't it's so dehumanizing. Like, yeah, also it's like, oh, I don't look good right now, like I don't right. want to snap you back right, right now, so then I leave them on, you know. But I think uh, that texting is like, it's also kind of like removing that like easy to just be lazy form of communication by like right not having to have an actual just conversation, a face, you know. Right. So, um, I think that like you actually have to try to text someone. I mean. Snapchat has the texting feature, so no one's saying that that's not. But I just think that like because there's also like the face, fe- like taking photos and just being like a lazy form of communication. Right. I think that that's why I lean towards like wanting someone to text me because they actually have to like think of what to say to me instead of like oh like I snapped them and that maybe there's something going on that I'm doing and they're like oh well what are you doing you know like yeah also how about the fact that when you're on Snapchat you're probably talking to like five. You could be talking to 10 other people while you're having that conversation with that person. Yeah. Because the thing about text conversations is like, yeah, sure, you might, but you're not going to be getting 10 different text conversations going at one time over iMessage. That just doesn't happen. And why does that not happen? And why does that happen on Snapchat? Because Snapchat is designed to get people to talk on it. Mm -hmm. So whether it's like, you know, a... A, a way to keep someone on the app because they want to look at this story that's circled in this nice little red border that like show signifies that there's something to watch yeah. there and it plays that slot machine in your head that there's going to be something to see on the other side yeah. whether it's that tactic or whether it's the tactic of swiping up on someone's story and then that person wants to post to get those people yeah. to swipe on their story and they want to swipe up so that they'll get that hit of connection yeah. and it's like all of these things contribute to basically just make like I call it junk food connection. Oh, yeah. And, like, the thing, too, is that, like, I think this adds to that. Like, people will keep people on their snap that they, like, 
don't even snap anymore. Yeah. That they don't talk to, that they're like so removed from their lives that like it's just, yeah. but like. But now you're watching the, their stories. It's just about the views on like your mm. story. You know, it's just about like. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Pardon me. It's just about like how many people are looking at your story and you want to see that big number, you know? Right. Like I personally, I clean my Snapchat like at least once a year. I go mm-hmm. through everyone and I'm just like, all right, I literally don't talk to you anymore. I don't talk right. to you. Like I have some exceptions of people that I'm like, you know, my Instagram got hacked, so I don't have everyone's Instagram anymore. Mm-hmm. So if I have them on Snap, I'm like, okay, this is like a way that I can just keep updated with them. Cause right. Like, I knew that when I was like in middle school and we were good friends, you know? Right. Also, we can talk about how you're not actually um, going over to that friend middle school and talking to them or getting right. to hang out with them in order to catch up with them. Now we are using Snapchat stories yeah. to keep up with people that we actually really care about and want yeah. to connect with. And instead of being forced to be like, oh my God, fucking Cheryl, it's been so long. Let's catch up. Let's grab coffee. Let's talk. What's yeah. you, what you've been up to? Now I already know through this form of junk food connection that is making me uninterested in connecting with you actually because I feel like I already know what you've been up to. Right. And so it robs us of that real connection. Yeah. yeah, no, I agree. But like, yeah, Snapchat just, it's a lot. It's a lot at once, but it's designed to make you feel like it's not a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, because if I was getting yep. like... 15 texts from 15 different people a day i would be like oh my god like even when like even when our group chat started talking on like leave me alone yeah like, yeah, yeah like stop like mm-hmm. um but snapchat is actually pleasurable to receive yeah, tons of yeah, messages because it's like just a back and forth back and forth but also i just i also think that with snapchat too like back to like snapchat and like dating there are all these like rules you know like oh like he snapped me so i gotta like leave him on delivered for like five to ten minutes because i don't want to seem desperate before i can respond you know or like i'm gonna do this intentionally on my story so that this person sees it and like i mean don't get me wrong i've like fallen victim to that well it's okay it's just I about the environment to that recently like i was like i don't want to text him but like i wanted to see <laughs> this thing and so like i want to indirectly tell him mm-hmm what I am doing. Right. Well, that's, I mean, that's okay. It's not it. And that's a great example of how we are not demonizing the people that around us that use that. I do it. Like I'm there. Like it's not, it's just the fault of the environment. And (coughs) it's like, well, I mean, it it seems so hopeless Mm -hmm. because we want to go on dates with people. We want to actually talk to people, but Mm -hmm. all that we're presented with and what everyone is using of right now is is this this form of connection that is not that at all, and it's, it's actually a very much so lazy. Like a I worse I way just to connect with someone. Him, but I posted something on my story, hoping that he would see it. You know. You know what? And I like, was actually uh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm. That was it. That was okay. Well, it. what I was gonna say was, uh, are you talking to anyone right now over Snapchat? Yeah. How many people? Um. If you're comfortable that's a sharing. Great question. I'm trying to figure out which ones actually qualify as me like talking. Um. That's so funny because <laughs> if you're considering it, then they are. But yeah. really, now you're having to go into these rules of like, oh, am well, I? Well, it's like it's the not people so that I white. have like recently added off of dating apps versus the people I'm actually actively oh, like talking okay. to. All right, fair. Well, I would say include all of them. All of them? Oh, then it's at least like within the past like few weeks, it's been 10 new people. Okay. Do you think that any of those people you would be able to call for a phone call? One. One person. Yeah. Ah, two. And you'd be, co- you could actually just call them up and be like, hey, what's up? Yeah. No, I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, not that I necessarily feel I'm in the position to have, like, the confidence to do that right now because I I don't know. Right. Me personally, I just am in this place where I want the effort made towards me. Mm-hmm. Like, I would like you to call me. Like, I would like you to text me. Like, I feel like I have done that for a very long time and I'd like try it but which right. is a me this is a personal thing you know mm-hmm. like my history and like making the first move does not mean that like that the other person has like been the person to like you know I right know. okay all right so what do you think it's likely that those dudes will call you no <laughs> maybe one in certain situations but has that's, the, but that's someone send? that's someone that like I didn't get off a dating app like that's right. someone that I met in person and did you go on a date with that person no. Are you guys in a situationship? No. It's like... Is it someone you're interested in? Yes. Okay. So it's just kind of like a, oh, this guy... And but and I know that he's interested as well. Okay, so it's... So that's interesting. So is this brand new? This is very new. Okay, okay, all right, fair. So do you think that you'll ask this guy... Well, see, then you're in a weird position because you're a girl. So this is another section well, of Well, we've it. already tried to, like, hang out once, but something happened. Hang out. Yeah. Not going on a date. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's absurd, and now God you're trying forbid, to marry him, and that's insane. God forbid. No, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that, like, with this specific guy, like, the the vibes that I get from him are very, mm-hmm. like, sweet, innocent. Like, he's not necessarily, I don't think he is falling into this kind of, like, like wanting to fuck douchey category of just like simple communication it's like you know we just met not that long ago you know mm-hmm. and then i find out that he likes me and i'm like oh well like you're not so bad yourself like right. um mm-hmm. and so now it's just kind of like i'm busy i'm like about to have two jobs you know so mm-hmm. like, that's the other thing is like i for as much as i want to like have someone like I also need it to be, like, lenient enough to the point where it's, like, you have to understand, like, I travel. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm busy. Like, whatever happens is going to be, like, for a very short period of time. But I think that, like, I just like connecting with people. Right. Like, I just like, no matter how short it is, and I think that people, like, have this preconceived notion, like, preconceived notion that it's, like, if you're going to date someone, then you have to, like, actually be committed to it. Like, this is, like... At, at, like you're using your time and you don't want to waste your time on someone that's not going to be around that you're like put all this effort into and it's like you could still put effort into someone without it like being like you're dating to marry them you know yeah. like i want to have like many loves you know like right. i want to have many connections with like people romantically mm-hmm. and like that way when i you know end up do finding when i'm at the stage of my life where i do want to like settle down i have like a lot of experience to go off of like mm-hmm loving people not just like experience like you know like dating and talking and like all this other Mm -hmm. shit you know like just experiencing having experience with human connection in that sense right so i forgot what got me on that tangent but yeah i mean i think that it's it's just i think it's unfortunate that we are not it's not our choice and it's not even necessarily what we want right to be stuck in this situation where we're not able to actually go on dates with people we're interested in. And you're in a in a particularly frustrating situation, likely because you're the girl. So mm-hmm. oftentimes, you know, you might want you want to be the one asked on the date. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes guys don't want to be the one asked on a date because that yeah. feels weird and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's kinda like the 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 social environment we live in just doesn't support those forms of connection anymore. And those mm-hmm. are the 
those are the better forms of connection. Those yeah. are the, sorry, not better. Those are the more fulfilling, fulfilling yeah. versions of connection. Yeah. And so we're only right now. And you're right. We are the guinea pigs. We're the guinea pig generation yeah. of of growing up on these apps, and we're experiencing what they're good for and what they're not good for. Mm-hmm. But right, like right now, collectively, we're not having enough conversations about how what they're not good for, and yeah. then turning it around. And replacing that with with what is good for that, which is a real conversation. And we're mm-hmm. we're faced with lots of problems with that, which is social anxiety. We're afraid of practicing those forms of connection because before, you know, before social media, there was much less anxiety about just talking to people. Mm-hmm. But now there's this huge walls of anxiety behind people that it makes it difficult to connect in person. Mm-hmm. We have the walls of like the fact that everybody now the the like, you know, the tracks, the the infrastructure, the social infrastructure leads us on these funnels that go through social media. So you almost have to follow through this in order to connect with someone. Absolutely. And so it's just like we, it it is, I just see such a deep importance for us to catch this where it is now Mm -hmm. and to, to realize as soon as possible Mm -hmm. what we're doing to ourselves and what we're doing to our state of being, what we're doing to our mental health and, how we are all contributing to this ecosystem, this social ecosystem of disconnection, unfulfillment, like junk food connection, like, you know, not feeling connected and it's, it's hurting us and it it just makes life suck a little more. Yeah. And I will say that like, I do want to distinguish that like, yes, like, do I think that it was easier previous to our generation? I do, but I'm not saying that it's like so like it was like it's not like night and day difference it's just like dating was always hard dating was always like an anxious thing you know Mm -hmm. for a guy and a girl you know for sure like it was like making yourself vulnerable like that was always hard there was always a level or element of like anxiousness and Mm -hmm. nervousness that like made it like ah you know but like i think that like the difference between then and that kind of anxiety and that kind of like Mm -hmm. you know societal pressure then to be like you know, like, is just, it's so intense now. Like, yep. it's just even, it's just, like, I think, breached what is normal levels of anxiety yeah. about dating and normal levels of nervousness and, like... Well, I think it's not even just dating either. Because, yes, dating 100%, you're a little nervous, you know? Mm-hmm. And especially, like, let's say, you know, you're if you're in high school and you're going to go on a date with someone, you're nervous regardless, you know? Right. Whether yeah. it's the 80s, 90s, or now. Yeah. But I think what I'm trying to speak to is the level of anxiety that has raised just with having just with hanging out with anyone, anyone. in person. Yeah, no, yeah. And that that is like now hanging out with someone in person, it's not just like something. It's like an ordeal and it's an event and it's like all this all this anxiety goes behind it and it's like it's not so casual to just talk to someone in person. Yeah. It's like we have all this like Oh, we have to go do that, and is this going to be okay? Are we going to do this or whatever? Like, bef- it's people just want the work done for them. I think more recently, yeah. like because of social media, I think that people want the work done for them a little bit more, like in that social setting. Like, I, like say, like you're in a club, you know. Like, yes, do I think that like putting yourselves in certain kinds of communities, like, is a good active step towards meeting people of like like-minded like similar interests mm-hmm. so you can like communicate and have those kinds of interactions and that social you know right but like i think that like people like 
are so far less likely now than ever to just go up to people that they meet randomly and like in other like social situations where it's a bunch of people that you don't know that are like-minded you don't Mm -hmm. know that agree with you you don't know like are of like a similar belief or you know we can coddle ourselves now yeah we can coddle ourselves with people that oh well i know i'm gonna like this person so we can hang out when really you don't have you ever like hung out with someone you think you're like you're trying to make sure that it's going to be great when you talk to them and you you think that you're going to get along with this person so well and you met them over social media and then like you meet them and you're like what the i was so wrong like (laughs) this is not at all what i expected and it just goes to show like the the veil of it all the fakeness Mm -hmm. of it all like how it's just such a it's such a ruse and it's such a trick, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it's not it's 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 really not what we what we think it is. I think that it also like social media just provides a lot of. I mean, the internet in general provides a lot of confirmation bias, like with the people that you want to mm-hmm. like be around and the people that you want to interact with. Like, right. Like if you, if you like. You think the earth is flat. You can find, like, hundreds of people immediately that'll, like, be like, yeah, the earth is flat. Like, yeah. And now they're all buddy buddies. But, yep. like, you guys aren't even, like, in the same town or the same area, you know? Yeah, like, that's wild. And, like, now when you go out into real life, like, and you see a person that's like, well, I believe that the earth is round, you know? And right. it's like, well, no. no like, a thousand other people agree with me, and I don't have to have this conversation with you yep. and allow my, like, mindset to be spot. challenged. Like, because I have social media yeah. and the internet to confirm what I'm thinking. Yep. Yeah, I think, yeah, 100%. Dang, I had a thing I wanted to say and I forgot it. Dang. It happens. It happens. It does happen. It's happened right. to me a couple of times <laughs> so far. I know. That's a thing. We'll, you'll, you'll find out a podcast. Yeah. Dang. Oh, well. Was well, there another question? I mean, I have a lot of questions. Okay. But um, let me look. You have to leave soon. What time so is it? It's four twenty-three. Oh, I got time. So I got time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to rush you though. I no, really yeah, don't. no, it's okay. Um, so let me look through here. So you would agree that most, if, as far as romantically goes, like most connections are made through some form of dating app, Snapchat. Some f- your phone. I think Snapchat's like the, the middle internet. of that. Yeah, like I think that it's like dating app leads to Snapchat, meeting someone in real life leads to but Snapchat. Right, but you would agree that as far as as starting those romantic connections, it is it is m- almost is way more is, as far as like people that you're talking to. You have ten people that you met over the dating app, and one person you met recently in person. So the the overwhelming majority of people that you meet that are you're interested romantically are through your phone. Yeah. So. Do would you like? Would you like to meet someone in person and go on an in-person date to get to know them? Yeah, absolutely. Like that's like the dream for me, honestly. Like something that would like something that would like blow me away. When I'm gonna preface this by saying that I think that this is an example of how standards have gotten just like too too low. But mm-hmm. it's like I would be like taken aback if someone like met me and like I liked them and like we go to like meet them at the bar or mm-hmm. something. You know, we're having great conversation. Like I like him, he likes me. There's obviously like a mm-hmm. level of attraction that like we're feeling or whatever and he's like, What are you doing like next Friday? Like what are you doing like on Monday, Tuesday right. or whatever? Like I want to take you to dinner. Like, let me take you out or whatever. Right. And, like, and it happens. And it's, like, you know, like, he picks me up, like, opens my door 
Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, like things like that, like shows like I like gentlemanly behavior, mm-hmm. you know, like that to me right. would be like, oh my God, you know. Yeah. So, but that's, but like even with that, like that's scary to me because then it's like, how like I just always I I'm getting like, this dude's car yeah I, like yeah. I'm getting that's the thing it's like it I, safe yeah I, I always like I always wanted like a guy to like pick me up but I don't want him to know where I live like yeah. I don't want him to like drive away with me and like I just never come back because he kidnapped me or something like that right and like not to say that like all men are like that but as a woman you do have to just be careful right. of your surroundings and you have to and I think that like I think it's also because we don't have so much interconnected communities anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, you don't necessarily have like a book club that you go to every week that you've been going to for a few months and you, there's this guy that's also in that book club that you've known mm-hmm. and you guys have been cool and you know like that everyone's cool friend, people. You know, and right. Like, yeah. And you kind of, you know, like, okay, obviously there's risk, there's risk and everything, but like you kind of, you have this in-person community that, that you can meet someone in person with that then you can decide to go on a date with that you kind of already know that they're in the same community as you like. There's yeah. very few of those in-person communities now. And so it's either you're choosing from someone over social media or you're choosing from a complete fucking stranger, which is oftentimes the same thing. Yeah. So it's basically like all you have to choose from is like total strangers. Yeah, but I mean like that's, I think that's kind of how it always was. I mean to a certain extent, I think like once you leave school, like... Even if you're in college, like, if unless you're, like, I mean, this is a relatively smaller college, I mm-hmm. would say. Yeah. And, like, even still, like, you can, like, know, like, a lot of people. Like, I don't even go here, and I know a lot of people that are here, you yeah. know? Like, um, but, like, I just, I, I think there's just, like, an element of, like, I think that, like, women are afraid. I think that of just, like, men in general, you know? Like, mm-hmm. which we have a right to be. Of course. But it, pu- it like, does inhibit my at least personal ability to like and like not just even afraid physically but afraid emotionally like like even if a guy were to like take me on this like spectacular like date or whatever what if he doesn't call me back or not even that just like what if he did all that just to like have sex with me like what if he like knew like what if like what if it's like he knows that like he just has to be romantic and that the standards are so low and like Mm -hmm. because you know like if if i were a dude honestly like if that was my like and i knew like the social standards today and like Mm -hmm what the expectations of women were and all I wanted to do was just have sex. Yeah. I could spend a night like being hella romantic and right. just like, you know, doing a, B and C to like woo her, you know? And right. it's like, and now I got her bagged. Now we're done moving on time to right. do it again, you know? And like, yeah, I think th- also part of that could be from that social anxiety, just from that yeah. in general anxiety. Cause it's like, now that's what people are are think. Also, we live in a more promiscuous society now as yes. well. It's much more acceptable for, uh, you know, two people to meet and go on a date and then have sex. Like that's yeah, totally normal. And that's but, okay, but but it also contributes to this cycle, yeah. and also it contributes to your fear because now you're letting you know it's normal to just let any guy you know have sex with you. Yeah, and so it's kind of like that is partially creating that fear of like, well, well, okay, first of all, hands down, if I'm going to go on any sort of date with someone, we ha- we have to have sex, obviously. Like, that's mm-hmm. pretty much, a, like, that's in general what every single yeah. romantic relationship is is about, you know, most of the time. And, like, yeah, it's the age we are, we're in college, whatever, but, like, I don't know, man. I feel like before this time, like, maybe, like... It, like, things were less promiscuous like that, you know? Yeah, and I will say that, like, as someone who, like, 
I used to be, like, you know, being overly promiscuous and, like, having, like, a high body count and having, like, that's, like, me as a woman taking my power back as, like, the victim of, like, the douchebag, you know? Right. And, like... Might be the opposite, though. That's what I'm thinking. Like, that's where I, like, that's why I've, like, a li- I've switched it up a little bit. Not to say that women can't have sex with who they want. Like, have sex with as many people as you want to. I don't care. In my personal experience, when I went from, like, only having, like, sexual encounters with people that, like, I had some basis of a relationship with, to then just, like, picking up, a like, and not, not even, and beyond just, like, first date sex, just, right. like, met you at the bar, we're both a little drunk, let's go back to your place, you know? Right. Like, and after, like, my little escapade of doing that, I right. realized, I was like, this does not feel as empowering as I thought it did. Like, yeah. and even if I knew that I was, I was definitely, like, being like the fuck boy in this situation mm-hmm. i was definitely like using men right um and also like you have so many it's so easy for a girl yeah, to do that no it's, it's really easy right like, it's really easy and if you keep that in mind but it's all about your mindset about it you know it's like okay well like i know it's so easy to bag men you know like they're the ones that are falling victim to like me you know like being this like promiscuous individual but really you're like you know putting yourself in a position to be it's just not fulfilling it's not after a little bit you know like i think everyone goes through some sort of whore phase right whatever like no one cares but like i think that like at least for me and like people that i've talked to about after like when they go through their whore phase and then they exit it you know they're kind of like yeah like that was cool for a little bit but like it gets overwhelming like it gets kind of like to the point it's like what are you doing like yeah why are you doing this? Just go meet someone and like, mm-hmm. if you want to have sex with someone, just like, hang out with them, like form a bond with them, like. But I think that that becomes. I think that's a difficult thing to do nowadays. Mm-hmm. I just think that's difficult. So it's like, all right, well <laughs> then I'll just go be a whore, you know? Right. And I'll get that affection that I want, you know? Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. I think that w- like, this whole hookup culture is kind of a whirlwind of things. Like it's kind of the the way that you can kind of dehumanize a person and their emotions by just talking to them over a dating app or where they're just a picture on a screen or yeah. talking to them over Snapchat where it's just some lazy connection. And then it's like, oh, this is just this picture of this person. Eventually we're going to hang out and then I'm going to yeah. get to have sex with this picture. Yeah. You know, it doesn't it doesn't feel like I'm actually meeting a person with mm-hmm. their interests and their life goals and their yeah. values and all this stuff. It's actually just a picture of a person I want to have sex with. Yeah. And so like that, like that contributes to it. But I just feel like it's so damaging to the to the our social options as a as a generation. I think that it's the reason the whole reason I started reconnect was because I just decided I was just like, I will not accept the fact that I'm presented with this garbage as an option no, to communicate. No, I was around and to, when to you make to make it. friends yeah. because it's like, dude, we like our options to make friends and to connect with people are such garbage. Like to 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 have Snapchat and like instagram be our only options to like make friends and have friends and like connect with people like that's trash like it's just not it doesn't feel good it doesn't feel connecting i only feel isolated whenever i'm on it i'm addicted to it whenever i'm on it i spend two hours doing it mm-hmm. whenever i'm on it i compare myself to other people's lives like i don't even want to be a part of this mm-hmm. but it's my only way it's my only lifeline to connecting with people i will say that it's I bullshit have, like one i have like deleted snapchat like i for me the way that i do it now is i don't have notifications on for snapchat like yeah. if i check it i check it if i don't i don't you know right like I still have it because, I mean, I have my own reasons that do kind of play into, like, you know, right. like, what we've been talking about. Like, 
it's an easy form of connection like, or mm-hmm. communication. Right. Like, I can keep in contact with people that I, like, live thousands and thousands of miles away from me. Yeah. Um, like, well, you know, but... I, I mean, the, the bigger... Sorry. <coughs> to, sorry. Sorry to cut you off. No, Do you, you want to finish your point? No, I'm good. Go, go. Okay, so, I, I mean, I think that the the more fundamental thing that, like... Reconnect is addressing and I guess the whole reason that I was just like no like I'm not going to accept this is because you can do that You can turn notifications off for snapchat and you can try to use it less But it doesn't matter because you have to use it. Yeah, you are you are required by your by your everyone around you to use it mm-hmm. And I just think that's fucking bullshit and especially no, especially because nobody wants to use it yeah. Like people like you and me are everywhere and yeah. like people don't want to ha- have this be their only option But and yet we, we still live in it. So I'm just like fuck this like there's got to be a different way to do this yeah. and like I think that having conversations like this is one of the best ways that we can kind of spread this ideology because we have the power to not use Snapchat. It just seems like this crazy radical idea. And that's why reconnect got so much like, you know, heat and got so much hate in high school. Cause it's like, it seems stupid. Mm -hmm. It seems impossible and it seems dumb. What you want want me to get rid of my phone? What the other thing too, is it's like in order to like spread your message of reconnect, you have to use like some sort of like, Mm -hmm. at at least at first you were using Instagram or something. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. Like, you have to. Like, and that's so easy to make fun of. Yeah. Because it, it's such an easy way to be like, oh, well, you hate phones, but you're using phones. And it's like, are you fucking stupid? <laughs> like, like, it's, it's deeper like, than this shit. When we're here, we put them away. But yeah. it's like... And yeah. It, well, I've gotten better at using um, Instagram as a tool to, to just show what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Because now those reconnect social medias are... are it, all that's posted is a picture from a digital camera mm-hmm. and the, the entire instagram page is just the reconnect chapter of reconnect Rol- or the reconnect the the rollins chapter of the reconnect movement mm-hmm. and it just says the online presence of an offline club mm-hmm. and then all the pictures are just digital camera photos from our events that are clearly you know reconnect you're not hanging out with your, you don't have your phone but you get disposables then, for every like like event that you should do yeah i'm working on that because it's so expensive I'm, i know oh my god yeah. i went to get a camera the other day it was 38 dollars. yeah well it, it, to 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 get a disposable yeah 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 they were like 18 not that long ago crazy well the the thing that we're gonna i'm gonna try to eventually implement because it's so expensive to developing it developing it is why it's so expensive and it's and then there's two charges there's the camera and then there's developing it but Mm -hmm. the one way you can lower the price is if you can develop your own photos or if you you have have a reusable one yeah a reusable one but even that when you mail in the film it costs like 80 dollars to get a roll of film developed and it's like even if you bought the camera, so it's going to save you on that. It's like every single time you go to develop it, it's going to be a crazy expense. And um, and so if you can... So basically my idea is like if, if there's a Reconnect Club, like you can maybe like designate a certain space in the school to be like... A develop a, a a developing room where because because yeah. people used to do that like in a, in when when a photography used to have to develop photos. No, I learned how to do that. You can learn. Once. Yeah, yeah, it's a skill. You can learn how to develop photos. It's cool. not. It's 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 not that room. difficult. Yeah, you yeah. go into the dark room. You use the shit, whatever, and like that could be a cool skill to learn because then you are not so reliant. It just puts more intentionality into photos. Like I was yeah. talking to this guy, who's actually going to be the he's going to be the activator of the reconnect ucf club Mm -hmm. and he was talking about how he doesn't take pictures really anymore because he's like 
Dude, honestly, like, I don't need to remember this. I'd rather just exist. Honestly, I've also found myself, like, and I'm a person who, like, takes a lot of photos. Right. Like, I, I mean, at least if I have my disposable camera, like mm-hmm. a film camera, I take a lot of photos. But, right, like, but that's a well, little my, different. Yeah, but on my on phone, phone recently, like, it's been, like, I'll go out and I'll be like, oh, like, I want to look at what I did last night. And I'm like, oh, there's, like one photo like when it's like it used to be like there's this video of this and there's this video of that and i think that like i had this is this is actually funny i had like this moment a little bit ago it was like a while ago there was this guy that i like you know met off a dating app Mm -hmm. and i had hung out with him a few times like you actually met him really we remember we we went to play pool pool and then we went to his apartment after i actually yeah yeah so i hung out with like i actually hung out with that guy like I, maybe I lied before. Yes, I hung out with that dude like three or four times, mm-hmm. and then like he invited me to like some party that he was having for his friend, and then like I was literally there. No, for no, no, Monopoly. no, no, no. This is oh, you this told me about after, this, story. this after, yeah. yeah. So like, and he like was such an icky moment for him. For me, I was like, I'd rather be talking to your friends right now, not even to be like, I'm gonna talk to y'all for hands. Like right, it, right, it was right. like a your friends are offering more conversation than you are, and so right. and regardless of his behavior, like in that sense. Um, like he at some point he had like his phone out. He was like taking like videos with the flash, doing like all this action with like the like da, 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 like all up in everybody's business like constantly. Like it was not. And I'm just like stop. This yep. is obnoxious as hell. Yep. Like no one wants you to be out with your flash all up in people's faces. Like kills the vibe entirely. Oh god, it does. It was ridiculous. So, I was like, right, gross. Bye. Now imagine that on a mass scale. Basically, everyone's filming everything, taking photos of everything at all times. No, not, yeah. not just this, but you know, how, notice how that kills the vibe at a party. Yeah. Now imagine the vibe is just being killed everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Because that's what's fucking happening. Yeah. Because like you can't walk around and be yourself if everybody at any moment is literally going to film you and put you on their social media and then embarrass you. Well, that's the thing. It'd be one thing if I knew if it was just a video to take a video, but I, like, especially in that, like, one specific story, like, I knew that it was going on a Snapchat. Like, I knew it. I saw it after. I was like, this is gross. Right. Like, and imagine it was like an old camcorder. That'd be cool. That'd yeah, be fun. It make no, it it'd make I it about your one. night. I'm gonna get one. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, phones kill the vibe, and they're not all bad, but they do have these effects. And I think that our, I just think that the modern world was not ready for like social media and the internet, even though they're very useful tools. I think that like socially. We're just super not ready for it. They're having some effects. Here's what I can say, and that speaks to that, and that I I say a lot on the podcast, and I just say a lot in these conversations, is phones are one of the most revolutionary inventions for the human race. Yeah. They are... Computer in your pocket. They're they're literally changing the ability of a human being, for the the better, in way more ways Mm -hmm. than we can even express right now. And they are an absolutely essential tool that we need for the future of the, our 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 race. Mm. I just think that the, an invention of that magnitude is going to be like automobiles mm-hmm. when they were invented. Because yeah. when cars were invented, everyone was was dying every single time <laughs> that they got in a car accident. Yeah, and they were like, "Holy fuck! How do we? Do Everyone's that? dying. Yeah, what are we going to do? do? We fix it." And then, but, but guess what they didn't do? 
They they weren't like okay, We're well rid cars, of cars are bad. Let's get rid of car. No <laughs> no no. no. Cars. The net positive for cars and humanities, it, like let's just let's just work with this, right? Mm-hmm. Let's let's work with this idea. And let's even see how still we can. We're trying to fix it because you know right. Emission, like fuel. Uh, of course, of course, yeah, that. But they they didn't get rid of cars and throw yeah, them out the window. No. They invented seatbelts. That's not like yeah. It was they not invented seatbelts yeah. and airbags. So what I'm saying is, I think that reconnect and this whole ideology, this whole movement, because this movement is bigger than me. It's not going to just be me. Mm-hmm. It's going to be many people over the next ten years or however long that are going to come forward and start to work with this issue of phones because right now it's not working. Mm-hmm. It is fucking shit up so hard that it like you know things need to change, and so. I th- just think reconnect and many other things are going to be invented that are is a seatbelt is an airbag is a you know is a different different kind of metal that doesn't you know because remember cars used to be made of like steel and then the yeah. the vibrations when you'd hit something would like kill you and like mess up your internal organs so then they yeah. started using aluminum yeah. plastic all this stuff so I just think that that phones are in the early they are they're in the first like yeah. tw- you know what ten years. 15 years of Facebook was what 2015 or 2012 2010 yeah I mean if you're looking at like the modern phone modern social media like the yeah yeah. it's 2010 that 13 years ago that's early development and early interaction you're talking about like the screen of like you know like scrolling and whatnot you know like it used to be like a flip phone and there was like little like like board posts like on the computer or something like that so like yeah modern phone is like literally 10 years old yeah Or, or less yeah. So we are in the first generation that has been guinea pigged on this. Yeah. And so I am just saying that, well, here's another example of why it's so challenging to kind of say this and everybody thinks that it's, you know, impossible. Did you know that doctors used to like not wash their hands in between working on operating on patients, like oh, surgeons? Oh, I'm sure they did. So surgeons used to operate on one. This is going to be kind of gross. So just to warn, but uh, surgeons used to operate on patients, get their hands bloody working inside of someone's body, you know, trying mm-hmm. to fix this thing. And then it was a sign of like, of you're a great doctor to have bloody hands. So you'd go from one patient got all bloody in their body, then go to the next patient and work on their body with the same blood, infecting yeah. infections everywhere. It's horrible. And then the doctor that said, "You need, hey guys, we need to wash our hands in between patients. He showed scientific evidence, scientific research. He was shunned in the medical community yeah. for 50 years mm-hmm. or so. Until finally at the end of his life, he was like, oh shit, this guy was right the whole time. You know, so Surprise. I think it, it, it's Germs something like exist. that where there's social pressures of like, what do you mean? You're crazy. What do you mean? This is stupid. This is stupid. This is yeah. stupid. But it's really like, you know, it's just, it's because that's the way social things work. Social evolution yeah. works in the way where it's like, if it's the mass that's doing it, then, then that's what we should do. And then when it's only one person saying we need to do this, it's easy to say you're crazy. But once yeah. 10 people start doing it, 20 people, 15 people start doing it and they're like, oh, this actually makes sense. I think that this like awakening grow. that you're referring to, yeah, that's fine. I have like one last thing. Um, I think that it's like this like fixing of like the phones, you know, like that you're saying, you know, like mm-hmm. like the cars and whatnot. I think that is just gonna have to do heavily with like a. It's like a matter of like self awareness in the human race. Like I, I don't know how much like we can actually like. There's no stopping the progress of social media. Mm-mm. There's no stopping any of that. There's not even like, I mean, we could put like outlines and guidelines and stuff on that, like on like mm-hmm. the, the app developer, like, you know, right. perspective. But like, it's just going to have to be this like 
it's like you know like waking up out of the matrix you know yep. like this is it's gonna have to be within people and like society so it is definitely gonna have to just a lot of like talking with people a lot of like mm-hmm. you know waking them up a little bit and it's not that it's like everyone's like so like you know just but it's just a lot of like making it people understand this is not necessarily normal right like this is not how we're designed necessarily mm-hmm. to interact so yeah i think that okay last point yeah. but i think that one of the cool things about this is before social media let's say kids in the in the 80s and 90s they had no idea the level of interconnectedness that they were able to possess by yeah. having conversations and now that that's been taken away from us, we have the opportunity to intentionally do that. Mm-hmm. And intentionally, like you said, we it, this issue requires self-awareness to solve. Mm-hmm. And what could the human race benefit from? Having a lot more self-awareness. Oh, so I think, I think this is, it, it is a helpful moment in evolution to, to deal, face these, these issues. Yeah. And I think a, a lot of good is going to come from it. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> That's some kind of allergy thing. True. No valid. The sinuses are but insane. Yeah. Right now. Thank you so much for coming oh, on. Izzy. What a fun, cool conversation. No, absolutely. Yeah. No. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you for, uh, thank Epic. you for participating. Of course. <laughs> Love you, bro. <laughs> Love you too. <laughs>